Caution, Black Cat Crossing. Hi, everybody. This My name is Jordan Reed. <laughs> I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week we talk about things like cryptozoology. Jack-o'-lanterns. Ooh, we will talk about jan-o'-lanterns because guess what? It is October. Did you say jan-o'-lanterns? Jan-o'-lanterns. <laughs> we talk about urban legends. Witches and their brooms. And spells and potions. Cauldrons and Eye of Newt. We talk about a lot of things. We talk about paranormal. We talk about ghosts. We talk about murder. We do. But in like, uh, whenever we talk about murder, it's like a fun way. Yeah, as fun as murder can get, I guess. Sure. Every single solitary week since October of last year, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately, and then we walk inside of our home from our separate dungeons, and then we talk about what we've researched with you guys for the first time ever and each other on the show. So we listen with you. We do listen with you, or uh, kind of like how there's probably ghosts around us listening to what we're saying. Side note, my birthday is coming up. Lindsay, Lindsay's birthday, when you're listening to this, is on Thursday, October 4th. She does not have a Twitter, so <laughs> but she has an Instagram, at L-N-D-S-Y underscore read. This is unprovoked. Blow up her stuff with birthday stuff. But anyways, Sorry. my birthday is coming up. My mother-in-law got me a towel that is probably the cutest towel I've ever seen. It's an adorable towel, yeah. What does it say? It says if when, one when one door closes and another one and another one opens, your house is probably haunted. And it was pretty and it was fitting. Very cute. Yeah, it was pretty fitting. It was nice. It's true. Yeah. Well, or there's like a weird like wind thing, like when you do the, you know, like or it's wind or it's. Yeah. Or it's probably ghost. And then on the back of the towel, it says, or if it does this and it might be easily debunkable. But if you don't want to debunk it, then ghosts. Yeah. Last week we talked about, I talked about different witches and their graves and gave a couple witch jokes. Yeah, you did. And you talked about Charlie. Charlie. The Loch Ness type-ish river monster. Uh-huh. In Idaho, I believe. Yeah. And then I also talked about the uh, pancake restaurant that's in the same town as Charlie. Pancake? I really didn't talk about it. I said that there was a pancake restaurant. I was going to say, I don't think I remember anything besides you just saying there was a pancake restaurant. You know, I had to, for, for a few reasons, I had to go back and listen to some older episodes. And you and I have talked about things that I have no recollection of talking about. <laughs> well, like, not even close. That's what we normally do. Yeah. Anyways. Well, anyways. <laughs> At the beginning of the episode when I said, uh, what did I say? Something, oh, Black Cat Crossing or something? Yeah. Uh, I, I googled cool Halloween sayings. And there are some, there really aren't any, like, they're eat, eat, drink, and be scary. Okay. There's bugs, bugs and kisses, which is well, funny. Well, I had the one last week where it was, what is it? If you got it, haunt it. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a better Halloween. One of the Halloween sayings that's on this one, under the category generic Halloween phrases, just says trick or treat. <laughs> well, it's like, well, yeah, yeah, we know that one. Already. Hey, what Give are some something new? What are some uh, what are some cool Thanksgiving sayings? Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, cool, that's one. Don't gobble too much turkey. Yeah. Don't gobble too much turkey. Turkey gobble. Tur yeah. Turkeys. Well, turkeys ain't got in like you're eating it. Uh, there aren't a lot of good ones. There aren't a lot of good no. ones on this thing. So I figured this is our very first episode of our first full month of October and how fitting that this episode comes out on October 1st. It's the spookiest time of the year. We feel like this is when we can spread our proverbial wings. Maybe they're demonic wings. It's our favorite month. And I'm bringing back 
quickly at the top of the episode a game that we played a few times that takes four seconds but i would like to say it's back by popular demand but i think it was such an inconsequential part of our show that everyone forgot about it but it's hol- it's it's october okay. and, I'm, and i'm bringing it back okay bring it back do you remember do you want to guess what it is um well we played a lot of old shows was it one of my games or one of yours no, it was it was one of my amazing <laughs> amazing well there was games. bogus or boogeyman that was yours that was actually oh. a good game would you rather was mine yeah see guess, i don't remember i know and i think why you don't remember any of mine because maybe they're just too good they're probably too good <laughs> i'm bringing back a game okay called what is it? goat or ghost you tell me oh yeah i remember goat so or I, ghost. i think eli played goat or ghost i don't know if eli played goat or he ghost. played one of your games well i have a game here and it's if this is if this is your first episode a long time ago i think three days three episodes in a row i played a I played a game called goat or ghost you tell me which yeah. is a clever name and you, just, you get those confused yeah you just have to tell you have to listen to these sounds and is it an actual recorded sound of a spirit or is it a goat so you tell me you ready Linz? sure i downloaded a goat soundboard and i have yet to do it i don't it. ever remember listening to a goat sound i promise i promise it happened Okay, but you have spirit sounds too. I might. Okay, <laughs> let's just go on with this game. Ready? Yeah. Hope you're wearing a diapy. Here we go. No. Goat. Do you, do you want you to hear it again? No. Hold on, let me. <laughs> goat. Yeah, it's a goat. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a reason that we forgot about this game. I, yeah, I think it's because it was too good and it brought us almost too much <laughs> joy and we felt selfish yeah. for how much joy it brought us. Right. Uh, I'm glad that that's one of the ones. Also, I love the audio quality on the, that soundboard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, is this game over yet or is it or still going? No, that's the game. Okay. So you okay. might, you guys might be able to expect for the four episodes that are released in October... A little bit of goat or ghost, you tell me. If it's too scary, you can let us know. But, you know, you know what you signed up for. Yeah. Everyone. Right. Okay. Well, I have a little bit of actually kind of important. So right now we're officially in the zone. You're starting your topic. Okay. No more joking around. No more goat or ghost. No, everyone just chill out. I'm starting the thing. Are you ready? Yeah. So I have some breaking booze. And it comes from... Maybe more so my friend than your friend, because maybe I'm a little bit more patient with with him. Tom DeLong, oh. and I got another email. I was like, "Are you gonna like really say like someone we know on air right now?" Like, no, no. I was kind of scared. I got a little sweaty. So here's a person that I have way more patience for than you do. His name's Eli Chambers, and he wrote the music for our <laughs> for our for our show. That is a joke I made up. This is from Tom DeLong. Well, Tom DeLong was my favorite. You're right. Yes, he was. My favorite. I got my lip pierced because why not? Tom DeLonge had it. Yeah. So, I mean, Lindsay and I used to be pretty cool. We didn't always go to bed at 10 o'clock. We used to be, well, cool with air quotes. Yeah. But so Tom DeLong, this isn't for you, Linz. This is for our listeners. Tom DeLong is one of the founders and presidents of an aerospace slash extraterrestrial research group called To The Stars Academy. And a few episodes ago... I think it was my first breaking booze, perhaps, was that they were starting a new project. Remember called Project Atom? Yes. And Atom is an acronym that stands for the Acquisition and Data Analysis of Materials, meaning they find one thing and they look at it and they test it. I was going to say that's a really poor name because it's just like, oh, we find things and we look at them. Yeah, it's like it's like those cool acronyms that 
really intelligent people with like 12 degrees come up with and they're like oh isn't that clever and they like laugh about it. they have like two hour long meetings aren't we so clever that's what they say to yeah, each other they like giggle about it and then like later they realize like yeah it's kind of stupid but we don't have the guts to tell rick yeah. that his idea was dumb because he was pretty stoked and went home and told his wife he was probably gonna get a promotion and yeah kids were excited you won't believe what i did that's a that's my that's a robot that's ro- robot rick robo rick so i got this email on september 27th 2018 regarding project adam and how they're moving forward with project adam so this is a follow-up to my older breaking booze so this is like there's actually some trajectory here okay so the people at to the stars academy have found and are analyzing this compound made up of magnesium zinc and bismuth i believe I thought that's what you talked about last time right well, I said that they were just going to be investigating alien spacecraft technology and like materials from spacecraft crashes or to spacecrafts in general that they just have. Yeah. For some reason, they just have them. But yeah, it's the it's this material made up of magnesium, zinc, and I think I'm saying bismuth, right? Bismuth? Sure. Oh, uh, bizquick? Yeah. It's well, an easy and affordable way to make pancakes. None of your bismuth. <laughs> That was funny a little bit. Sure. Um, so I'm just going to call it, so I don't have to say bismuth again. I'm just going to call it MZB. Okay. That's the actual compound. So in the last three months, according to this newsletter that they sent out, they have collected, To the Stars has collected three, no, sorry, over the last three months, they've collected seven pieces and seven separate samples, seven separate samples of MZB, which they believe to have origin non of not from our solar system okay each spacecraft stuff that was just on earth aliens yeah and it's here now bleep blorp that was me an alien oh so each but every single specimen represents different elements of how uh ufos operate now at to the stars academy they do not say ufos they say uaps unidentified aerial phenomenon UFO sounds too hokey. UAP. Oh, they had to give UFO another nickname. Yeah, to make it, to re-legitimize it. Because I could see that, like, societally or, you know, UFOs, just saying UFO, you're like, okay, great. It's a little bit dismissive. That's dated. We need something trendier. Well, and, and one could argue that UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, isn't really that trendy or cool. So you and I could probably come up with a better name for uh, a UAP. Yeah, not real. Yeah, maybe like a fake thing. Yeah. I don't know. I would like to think. I would like to think. I know. Think. You're all into it. I would you're like to gung-ho. think it's real. I'm a gun-ho guy. Do I think there's life out there? Probably. Do I think they're coming here? No. Why? Now, why are they not coming here? Because why would you? Yeah. Because everyone kind of wants to do the whole proverbial move to Canada thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like just leave Earth. Yeah. We already have a Tesla up there. Can't we just move to Kremlac We're already four? trying to put our cars up there. Yeah. Trying to put monkeys up there. Yeah. And the monkey Dogs. loved it. Oh, yeah. Isn't that sad? Yeah, the dog, dog didn't make it, though. <laughs> it didn't make it? No. Oh, I thought it made it. That's a whole nother show. Oh, what a yeah. sad thing. Well, that's really sad. Well, spooky Halloween time. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Hope I ruined your month. You hope you did? I know I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they have seven different specimens, and they each represent a different element of how a spaceship would operate. So they have two separate categories of MZB samples. They have MZB samples that were released as the spaceship was hovering or flying. So maybe pieces were falling off, perhaps. 
or what a crappy spaceship yeah it's like a like your 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 parents old station wagon that's like <laughs> sputtering and pu- sputtering and putting that's what puttering. i thought of it's just like pieces shooting off and yeah like muffler a muffler comes off it's dragging what was that what was that old cartoon wacky racers or something where they would like all race their cartoon their their cartoon uh cars around it was like all the cartoon characters they'd race their stuff and they were all like falling apart and stuff mario it's not I Mario. don't know what wacky racers are. <laughs> well, let's let let let's equate it to a Flintstones car where they would kick around with their feet. I'm sure there is parts of those things falling off nonstop. Yeah, or feet falling off. Or feet falling off. Do you think you like found toes? They might have found they might have found toes. Hmm. Well, they found samples that again, like Flintstones m- mobiled, fell off the fell off the, the thing, or they found out they they found pieces. I'm I'm assuming from like crash sites, quote unquote. Yeah. That made up the actual parts of the actual structure of the ship or ships. So we're talking like some outer little flaky stuff or maybe some bars and some braces and some beams. Or maybe other people or aliens yeah. are just throwing their garbage onto Earth because they're like, we'll just put it there. Yeah, that could also be the case. We so, don't want to ruin our atmosphere. So perhaps aliens turn all their garbage somehow into MZB and then just shoot it at Earth. It's like their form of recycling. And we and we look at it and we're like, how on earth at the molecular level? Holy heck. But yeah. they're like, that is our garbage. And then to them, it's like nothing. But to us, it's crazy. Yeah. What a metaphor, huh? Someone's garbage is someone's treasure. Yeah. Well, someone's recycling. And that's literal. So to the stars is looking in, in all of these MZB samples to the stars. They're looking for unusual chemical combinations or different types of alloys that you wouldn't really find on earth uh this is one thing that i always say that i always look for in everything different isotope ratios that indicate mzb was made outside of our solar system Mm -hmm. so i think you can look at mzb at the molecular level or something if i know what an isotope is because i really don't and you can tell if it was made in our solar system in our galaxy in our jackson galaxy Okay. Uh, they're also looking for unusual structural composition, the way that things are made up inside and the way it's formed and bi- uh, binded or bounded together. They're looking to see if that looks weird. Now, they have a piece of MZB that's being loaned to them right now. Like you'd loan from something. From who? From aliens? <laughs> from... <laughs> like who loans? From the uh, Scorlioth, the, um, the the aliens that live in the other one, the other sp- the other planet. Okay. So they have a it's 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 on loan to them from an undisclosed person or place, perhaps a collector, perhaps a very wealthy human being. When like buying a Banksy for four million dollars, this isn't enough. You have to buy bil- yeah. a billion dollar piece of MZB from the government. Yeah. They have they have a piece of it on loan to them right now. That's been the sub- the the subject of discussion and speculation for apparently years. And they like what else do they want to find? They think that this piece of MZB is from an actual crash site of a spaceship. Where was the crash? Uh, somewhere. They they can't tell you everything. If they're yeah. like this top secret government thing, they're not like from a crash site in Geneva, Ohio, uh, right by the Grand River. Probably. There probably is a ton of crash sites. In Geneva? Gene- no, probably Ashtabula. Ashtabula is huge. Yeah, and there's not a lot. I mean, no, no very, offense, but like there's not a ton going on in Ashtabula. Ghost town. Yeah. Have in you not been- a spooky way. Well, hey, kind of a spooky Mostly, yeah, a spooky way. Well, think about the last time you... I know this is a little bit narrow, what we're talking about, but think about the last time you were ever in the mall in Ashtabula. It was always like you would go to the mall 
and it was like 2 p.m. on a Friday or something, and there was only two stores open in the entire mall. Yeah. And one was like a Claire's, and one was like a video game <laughs> store. Yeah, and there was like a weird store with like those wolf shirts and like wind catchers and stuff. Like that oh, was sure. a thing for a while. Oh, yeah. Me and my mom used to go there because a long time ago, they had a puppy adoption place in there. That's right. A little right. pet store. You could go in like a tiny room and play with a puppy. Well, like pet smart, but like... Yeah, but it was like a really cute, like they always had tons of cute little puppies. Yeah, that's right. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that's all I used to go there for. But they believe it's from a crash site, this sample. And while this source cannot be verified, anything can be verified about it, it's interesting for a few reasons. Now, if this is, re- th- this is going to sound weird, I believe these claims and these facts and that's only if this is real. But that's like, well, duh, what are you talking about? But yeah. the reason why I would believe it is because this is reportedly being studied and worked on by government, top secret government level scientists and astrophysicists and people who, I don't know, wear very tiny glasses, you know, and like they're okay. like really trendy and lightweight. So here are a few, here are a few facts about this, this specific uh MZB sample. The structural layers of MZB, I guess it's really, really strong, are only microns thick, which I think means they're very, very, very small. Okay. Uh, there is no precedent for this specific structure of materials. There's no reason why it would be made. There's no like predecessors on Earth, nothing. They just found it at a crash site, allegedly, and were like, there's never been this on Earth ever in the history of Earth. It's unclear as to how this actual compound is made. Nobody knows how, like, they, what, what to the stars tries to do is, like, take the stuff and then reverse engineer it to see if they can figure out how to make it. But they, they have no idea how this, how this stuff was even made. So theoretical analysis shows that the materials act as a waveguide for terahertz frequencies. Again, I say that at least six times a day. I'm like, oh, this seems like a waveguide for terahertz frequencies. I don't know really what that means. And I understand that like that's not super funny, but because I don't understand it, I feel like it's more valid. Yeah, I yeah, I don't really understand much that you're saying. Okay, here's the, here's <laughs> another one. Uh, I'm trying. I think because I'm just not super into alien stuff that a lot of like when that stuff is brought up, I'm just kind of like, huh? You You zone out. Yeah. Okay, well then let me... I have two more facts about it, and then I'm going to get into my small topic for this week. Not that it's not interesting. No, sure. And that's fine. I just... But I'm going to lasso you back in to the ghost world. It's cold and hot. I'm yinning and yanning, yanging right now. Also, if there were never a pair of jingos with a yin-yang on the back, I think think he kind of goobered it up. I don't believe there are any jingos with a yin-yang on the pocket, which seems like... I still don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I was waiting for the other topic to start, and then you said you had two more facts, and then now we're talking about yin-yangs. I have no idea what's happening. Two more facts. The the last thing about that specific MZB sample is their experts have done extensive testing, and they still have no idea on Earth why this material even exists, what the actual purpose for this material would be. And 
they TTS is continuing to test their samples and they're going to let us know as soon as they know. Or will they? Or will they? Dun, dun, dun. That's all I have about the breaking booze. Kind of a long breaking booze, but at least to me, and I would like to, I would like to think that some people are listening to the show that have maybe on their paranormal pie chart, some section of it is bigger towards extraterrestrial stuff and space stuff. And I think that like, this is some of the most valid stuff I've heard that's not like, well, another abduction story. I was abducted and I came back and I, I burped and a piece of metal came out of my mouth. I must be an alien. This is right. like, apparently there's a ton of funding behind this stuff and they're doing a ton of research and they're finding pieces of this MZB stuff all over the place, apparently, and they're testing it, and they have no idea how it was made, how it's impossibly thin. They've done isotope testing, and it's like, well, it definitely was not made in the Milky Way galaxy. I don't know. It's just nuts. If, again, caveat, if it's real. Yeah. But- I liked the breaking booze about the naked man getting stuck on the fence while he was ghost hunting. <laughs> Simple, to the point, no cover-ups, no nothing, just all out there. Uh, I was looking for a ghost. Every, like, literally all of it out yeah, there. Yeah, all of it. Every part of his privates. So what other topic do you have this week? Well, I got a few minutes, and I do have a topic. It's Halloween coming up, right? Yeah. The entire month of October can be uh, the proverbial Halloween, right? Why not? Of course. I love Halloween. It's our favorite. It's our favorite. But now I have a small history on the word boo. And why okay. do why do ghosts even say boo? Can you give me your guess up front and then we'll and then we'll check at the end to see if you're right? Um I don't know. That's a hard one. Yeah? Think of one. I don't know, like maybe because they have like kind of that voice that's very like, ooh, like that's how they're supposed to kind of talk that maybe like they're always asking like, ooh, and people thought it was boo. Who am I? Or maybe they were asking who, but one of them had like kind of a speak, speak in, <laughs> I'm trying to say speech impediment, but I can't say it. So I, I feel like it's kind of ironic. And I think the, the, the universe was punishing you for saying, <laughs> for saying, for saying speech, speech impediment. impediment. Yeah. But yeah, like maybe he couldn't say it. And then they're like, I think it just said boo. Weird thing like, to say. What does that mean? And they were like, "Well, that's the word that ghosts use, I guess." Oh, I'm surprised you never heard it. Yeah, they all say that. I don't know. Tell me. Okay, I'll tell I'm you right now. To find out. So I guess the whole word "boo" and people screaming "boo" has been around since the mid 16th century, which is a long time ago, about 1550. Uh, and they know this because the earliest reported documentation from the Oxford English Dictionary, the old Oxy, is what I—I I don't call it that. That's a—that's a—that's an yeah, illegal that's thing. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. Uh, I—I'll uh, just say I don't call it anything. <laughs> was in. <laughs> um, so according to the Oxford English Dictionary, it was in a poetic thriller, which I think a poetic thriller was the 16th century version of watching a horror movie where you would just read a scary poem. Yeah. You freak yourself out. You're like, oh my gosh. Have you, I had to sleep with all the candles on. I couldn't go to bed after reading this <laughs> terrifying poem called uh, Poltergeist 2. Yeah. But it was in there in 1560 and it was a small poetic thriller called, uh, so this is like super, super, super old English and there's a bunch of letters. It's called Smythwitch or Smithwitch that forged him a new dame. Is what it's called. Mm. There's a lot of Y's in here and E's where they really typically aren't these days. But ghosts, like ghosts, have been yelling boo for less than two centuries. People have been saying boo since 1560. Yeah. 
uh, by ghosts about two centuries. So the Oxford English Dictionary thinks that it's derived from a Latin word, I think I'm saying this right, boar, B-O-A-R-E, which means to cry loudly or roar or shout. Oh, so they just shortened it. Perhaps. Other sources think that it started as, uh, this one's funny, as like an automatopoeia that mimicked a cloud. Uh, uh, that mimicked a cow. So instead of so, whereas now, as we think of cows, at least in England, or at least in England, <laughs> at least in America, yeah, as saying moo. I guess in other cultures, were they uh, scared of cow or cows? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't talk. So they were scared of cows, or well, no. So this is before boo had a scary connotation. This is just, they, they were like, oh, well, cows say boo, so maybe that's just where the word comes from, because cows just say boo, and that's earth, and that's just, like, silly. But we we hear cows now saying moo and not boo, hmm. so they just kind of swapped a letter, I guess. But other okay. people think, so apparently in Scotland, and it was an old Scottish thing where when you would walk into a room or you'd say hi to someone, you would say the word boo, which meant, hey, I'm right here, what's up? Instead of saying, instead of saying, uh, suh, dude, you would say boo. And they go, oh, hey, how are you, Tim? <laughs> uh, there's an old Scottish proverb implying that, or I- implying mild-manneredness or uh, sheepishness, sheepishness, that says, he can't say boo to a goose, meaning you're so... Can't scare a goose. No, again, it's not the scaring. It's just <laughs> saying hi or talking. I know, but scaring a goose just seems more fun. Well, it is more fun, I'm sure. But this is before that boo had a scary connotation at all. Boo right. was just saying hi. Right. So someone who couldn't even say hi to a goose was a very mild-mannered human being. Um, in 1738, there is a book that sources say that the word boo was, it was said like in northern, in northern Scotland, reported in this book, that in northern Scotland, people would yell the word boo to announce their presence loudly and unexpectedly to scare children. So this might be where we start to have the, like, how you scare somebody way. With the word boo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you were to translate it to now, it's like walking in a room where people don't know who you are. And instead of saying boo in Northern Scotland, you would just say, how are you? You just scream, how are you? Or I'm right here, perhaps. Um, there's a poem in 19, or, sorry, in, in uh, 1672 by Robert Wilde uh, that said, The Pope's raw head and bloody bones cried boo behind the door. So there was some ghost or something in this book, the 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 ghost of a of a pope, and it was behind a door and it was yelling "boo, hey, I'm right here," announcing his presence. So then people thought because the ghost in the book was saying "boo," that maybe all ghosts then would say "boo." Hmm. And they think that this is when "boo" started being attributed to people. There's also what we call the boogeyman or the boogie monster it used to be called the boogie monster. Yeah. So boo there as well. Uh, there's also a boo man. This is a creature that exists that a boo man is a little gremlin or a little goblin that haunts people. I don't know the difference. That be- sounds terrifying. Yeah. I don't know the difference between a goblin or a gremlin. I'm sure there are difference. Yeah. Maybe like they're like funny little goblin ears. I would imagine goblins would be more like kind of leprechaun-y. Little goblins, like kind of like more dollish looking. Dollish. And like gremlins are more like gargoyle-y. I don't know. That's just my thought. Yeah, maybe like goblins might be wearing pants, but gremlins probably not. Yeah, maybe. Goblins like to party. Gremlins, you know, don't. Yeah, they're not into it. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, that's kind of it. Nice. That's it. So old Scottish thing that people would say, hey, I'm here. Boo, what's up? And then... 
So start saying that to your friends this uh, Halloween month. Boo, dudes. Boo, dude. <laughs> Is that like the old suh dude, but it's yeah. boo, do? Boo, do. Boo, bay. Oh, boo, bay. But that sounds like booby. Wins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that one. Or That's you can a bad just, one. But you can also just say, hey, boo, which people say, which, yeah. is, which is a term of endearment. That's nice. It's my boo. It's my boo. Hmm. Well, that was it. Okay. Well, should we do a little haunted housekeeping? Yes. I mean, boo. I mean, yes. And then we'll get into my topic. Okay. Well, we will see each of you in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. This week's sponsor of our show are our spooky little boo buddies over at Warby Parker. Get some freaky cool little frames. Get some freaky Friday frames like Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan from Warby Parker. And you can start looking scary and but nice and also spooky but also a little bit no gobliny today right now not only do they have awesome fashionable frames they are very affordable and every pair of warby parker glasses that you purchase one pair goes to someone in need and then a smaller see-through pair the entire frame see-through goes to a ghost for the whole month of october and talking about smaller frames they have some for kids as well too which is very cute so my friends caitlin and joy they have a beautiful little boy and he he has glasses and they're adorable. Now, do I think he'd be even cuter if he had little Warby Parkers? Probably. <laughs> but little kids in glasses, even if they don't need them, get your kids some non-prescription glasses because then it's like, look like the little kid in Jerry Maguire, that old movie with Tom Cruise. Probably cuter. Those probably, were a little outdated. Probably cuter. Yeah, he had like spiky hair. Like what little kid has time to wake he up and- He asked about how much the head weighed or something. You know the human head is eight pounds yeah. is what he said. It's like, okay, great. Weird, weird kid. If a little kid said that to me, I'd go, you're a ghost for sure. Maybe he was testing Tom Cruise because he knows that he's a Scientologist and he's like, Scientologists are kind of like aliens and they don't know how much the human head weighs. It was a Scientology movie, actually. It was, yeah. There was these undertones throughout the whole thing. and. But anyways, Warby Parker <laughs> is super easy. They have really fashionable, cool frames. They have brick and mortars. There is one in Columbus. There's tons in New York City. Yeah, almost too many. But if you can't get to a brick and mortar, they let you order five pairs for free online that you can send home and you can try on. As many times as you want, Rick. Until you find that pair that you love so much. Yeah, you can do it all over and over and over again and just be snapping selfs. Uh, I shortened the, the, the word selfie because I don't have time to say it. It's a busy no, you're too busy buying glasses at Ruby Parker. Yes, I am, and you're right. So if you would like to order five pairs of frames to try on at your house or get them shipped to your local gas station and go there and try them on, you're more than welcome. You can go to bit.ly slash cscav, that's S-E-E-S-C-A-V, and uh, start shopping for some haunted spooktacles to show off to all your buds or put them on your kid or your neighborhood like you're walking to the park and there's like a like kids playing basketball be like hey i have 12 pairs of glasses you guys want to try these on and they all do it and play basketball what a fun little afternoon oh my gosh what an adorable afternoon again that's bit.ly slash c scav and start looking at glasses sooner than later because something's something's coming 
<laughs> and you better see it. You better see it. Hey, something's coming. You better see it. <laughs> Warby Parker. <sighs> Welcome back, spooky little buddies. <laughs> and happy October. Happy October 1st. What a fun... I love Halloween. Okay. So October do... is my favorite. It's okay. my birthday. It's Halloween. It's fall. Pumpkin spice lattes, of course. Yeah. Although I've, I kind of am over them. I haven't had one this year yet. I mean, they're good, but... Yeah, they're fine. I'd rather get an iced Americano. I'd rather have a macchiato. <laughs> With coconut milk. <laughs> With coconut milk because I'm allergic to regular milk. <laughs> <laughs> so there. That's how spooky it gets in the Reed house. Yeah. Allergic to dairy. I'm so allergic to dairy. But anyways, we have pretty exciting news that this month we are going to be having our biggest giveaway yet. We are. This is the the most monstrous Molly Monster giveaway for the month of October that we're having. And the prizes are super cool. Yes. So listen up, spooky little buddies. This is how you play the game. We're asking all of you to really dig deep into your creative and haunted zones. And since it is also Inktober and there's a lot of drawing that goes on, and since the prizes are so good that we've been curating over the past little while, we're asking you guys on paper with a pen or on your phones or anywhere, create your own cryptid, draw it, name it, and upload it to Instagram or Twitter and tag us in it. And then also tag a buddy that you think would also do a good job at creating their own cryptid. And that's it. Yeah, you can put it on Instagram or Twitter at spooky underscore spouses and show us your cryptid. If you want to explain what your cryptid does, let us know. Yeah, be as detailed as you want in the drawing. You can be as simple as you want in the drawing. It doesn't matter. We're just asking you guys to have fun with us and draw some cryptids. We're going to be drawing two of our own, maybe even a few that will not be entered in the drawing because we might as well just go get ourselves something that we want, whatever. But uh, yeah, we're going to be playing with you guys as well. And we thought what a cool way to integrate Inktober and also a fun giveaway. Yeah, we'll be posting it on our social media platforms just as a reminder, but just a heads up, this is going on. And then I think we're going to announce the winner October 15th. Correct. So you have a while to think and to create because you can't rush art. So on October 15th, our episode, two episodes from now, we will be announcing our winner and we'll be sending you some really cool prizes. So again, draw your own cryptid, name it, be as detailed or non-detailed as you want, upload it, Twitter or Instagram. We are at spooky underscore spouses and show us your creepy little buddy. Yeah. All you got to do is draw a picture and tag a friend. That's it. So play with us. We'll be drawing as well, and they'll be fun. Yeah, super fun. Spooky, super fun. Spooky bump. We did want to call our prize the Dark Web Mystery Box, which if you don't know anything about those, they're very weird and creepy, and you don't really know if they're fake or not. You can watch them on YouTube. It's a whole weird thing about the dark web, but um, usually there's like weird objects that maybe might be murder objects. We won't be having any of that. No, so. but I think that we, we may be packing the box in the style of those. A dark web mystery box. Yeah, who knows? There could be a USB drive in the dark web mystery box that has a picture of Molly on it that no one else Aww. is going to get. We don't know. So, I'm going to enter the competition just so I can get a picture of my own dog. Under a fake name? Under a fake name. What will it be? Puppy Pusher. Oh. Pencil Princess. Oh, Puppy Pusher Puts Princess? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
So anyways, this week, um, my topic, it's funny that you talked about Halloween because I am excited for Halloween and mine has to do with Halloween a little bit too. I'm not surprised, but I am, but I am excited. Yeah. So I kind of have a weird jumble of stuff because I got excited. So I have a little bit of trivia to start off. Okay, great. And then I have a few stories. All right, I'm ready for some triv. Okay, so... That's trivia. These are kind of just random little Halloween facts. Trivia. Okay. So they're not really about movies or anything. In the past, we've done a lot of movie trivia, but Mm -hmm. these are just little Halloween random facts. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so number one. Uh, okay. (laughs) Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, you might not know a lot of these answers, but they're kind of cool. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm not going to underestimate you. I have an amazing brain. I know. Ask me any number you want. One. Yeah. Okay. So number one, <laughs> in what year will the next full moon occur during Halloween? Oh, I just have to, there's no multiple choice? Nope. 2051. Is that your answer? Yeah, for sure. No, actually it's sooner than you think. It's two, um, 2020. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, the last Halloween that had a full moon was 2001. I have a feeling that our friends Chelsea and Kayla probably already knew that. They probably have it like... They probably did. It's on their fridge. They know the full moon schedule. Okay, question number two. What item is banned only during Halloween from 12 a.m. October 31st to 12 p.m. November 1st in Hollywood, California? The only banned object for that day? Yes, for Halloween night candy corn because it's weird no you used to like candy corn i ate so much of it one halloween and it's like now i just get a little nauseous looking at it now you can't have it oh i ate so much of it It was so gross is that your answer candy corn no my answer is scorpions (laughs) live scorpions wouldn't those just be around california yeah but they're banned if they show up there they're gonna go to insect jail they have to go to jail it's actually silly string. Oh, that what a nuisance. I can understand yeah. that. But you know what, though? Silly string is a lot easier to clean up than like Scorpions. eggs. Oh, yeah. Or scorpions. Scorpion bodies. Or like toilet paper. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe, but toilet paper isn't toxic. I guess if you get in a raw egg in your mouth, it's like, well, you might have to spend a few hours in the bathroom. Well, but... egg can ruin the paint on your house and stuff. That's right. Okay. So how many children have been seriously injured or killed (laughs) from poison candy given to them by strangers during Halloween? Zero. You're right. I know. Yeah, it was this mass hysteria. I remember remember, uh, hearing something about it that everyone's like, don't accept this and this. And do you know what your kids are getting? And it was something like the news was just like hurting for some stories or something. Well, there have been a few cases of family members tampering with their own children's candy. Oh, that's scary. Which is very sick, but no strangers have tampered with kids' candy. There have been su- like numerous false alarms. A tiny amount of sharp objects were put into candy, but I don't know if that was, again, by family members mm-hmm. or if it was by strangers, but no. nobody's been hurt or killed. I have some trivia for you. What? How many times when I was 20-something years old did I go to Subway and eat bad spinach? Once. Once. And you learned your lesson. I did. But yeah, that was all based on the, um, there was a little boy that was murdered in 1974. Holy it was smokes. Timothy O'Brien and that whole case, it was in Deer Park, Texas. Okay. And that whole case was starting a mass hysteria of people poisoning candy because I believe his 
dad poisoned his candy and oh, then tried yeah. to blame it on someone else. That's right. That's right. I remember that hearing about so that. That is just so terrible. It is terrible. Poisons, po- don't, well, don't poison anybody. No. Okay, so what, this is a fun one. Okay. What was the most popular costume for pets in 2017? So last year, what was the most popular pet costume? A pizza, because people are obsessed with pizza. Is that your guess? Pizza. It was actually a pumpkin. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> pumpkin was number one. Hot dog was number two. I was going to say hot dog. Characters from Batman were number three. Oh, great. Four was the devil. Oh, and sure. five was Bumblebee. Oh, that was fun. <laughs> so, Wait, an actual Bumblebee or the Transformer Bumblebee? I didn't know there was a Transformer Bumblebee. I've it's never a, seen Transformers. You're fine without it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is kind of hard. but Not what, for me. What were the most popular Halloween candies in 2017? Candies? Are there five? Top 10. Top 10 candies? If you can at least name a couple of them. Oh, I bet you I can get seven of these bad boys. In order? No. Absolutely <laughs> well, that's not. that's not. No, you have to do them in order. In order? So what do you think was number 10? The least popular or the least popular out of the most popular? Yeah. The least, which one? <laughs> the least popular, the least popular candy in the most popular oh, top 10. Uh, so it's still a high up there candy. Okay, well then it's not Smarties because I don't think anyone likes those. I'm going to say 10 was Sixlets, the little tiny chocolate balls. Ew, those are terrible. I hate those. Okay, is that on the list? Sixlets? No. Sixlets? Okay, well that's strike one. Number 10 was Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranch. I mean, maybe that's like... It's like, you know how people on Twitter or something with old posts like, hey, take a scrolling break from Twitter and here's a picture of a cat. Maybe that's like... The Jolly Ranchers are trying to make a comeback. Yeah, but there there were billboards all over the place that said they suck. Jolly Ranchers, like you're supposed to suck on them. It's like, I don't know if that's the best marketing campaign. Well, you remembered it. So what do you think number nine is? <laughs> that was a very quick burn and you're right. <laughs> uh, number nine. Um, not Smarties, but uh, Shardies. Which is the which is the one? Is that not that? No, number nine is Tootsie Pops. Tootsie Pops. Yeah, it's I was not say, Tootsie Rolls. I was People say, don't want Tootsie Rolls. They want Tootsie Pops. Are Tootsie Rolls on the list? I don't know. Are they? Yes, they are. What do you think number eight is? Tootsie Rolls. Nope. It's uh, actually Hershey's. Hershey's. Just regular Hershey's. Yeah, I was going to say Hershey's. So number seven. This Give, is an odd one. And uh, sixlets. No. Uh, milk duds. No. Whoppers. Think a little hotter. Hot tamales. Hot tamales. <laughs> <laughs> that seems weird. I don't think I'd want those in a Halloween basket. Yeah, I didn't basket. know a lot of people liked hot tamales. Okay, number six. I'm looking for that chocolate and that caramel crunch in my Halloween. Number Halloween. six, you're not going to like this one. Oh, Smarties. Nope. Oh, n- gum. Mm-mm. Good. Candy corn. Ew. But people, I mean, that's a staple for Halloween. People know it candy is. corn. It is. It's like one of those things where you're like, oh, this looks nice, and you throw it away, and then you keep going. Number five. Number five, Tootsie Rolls. Nope. Okay. Man, remember We're how I said- We're getting into the top five now. Remember how I said I was going to do really well? Think of like uh, them top oh, five. Three, musca- three Musketeers, because no. people still toss those nougat soft boys out, and they're like fine. Number five is Starburst. That's number five? Yeah. People would, love Starburst. No, I always think that would be higher. Oh, no. It's number five. So now you're thinking top candy. Top four. Top four. Number four. Okay. Well, can I... I don't know if I could get... Uh, Snickers. No. Close. Uh, Milky Way. 
Nope. Oh, Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. You got one. Okay, number cool. three. You said this one. Snickers. Snickers. Number two. Oh, I feel so fun. Come on, think of like one of the most popular candies. Reese cups. You said Reese's. That was oh, number yeah. four. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> this is a really silly game. Guess guessing candy. <laughs> I'm getting stoked. Um, I don't. Twix. No. That's number one. No. That's not? It's not on the list. Milky Way. No, you keep saying Milky Way. <laughs> I don't know a lot of candies. <laughs> yes, you do. Payday. Number two is M&M's. Oh, okay. And number one, top selling candy of 2017. Uh, Vine, Vine, like the, the app candy, Vine candy. No. Snap, Snapchat, Crackle Pop. You have no real answer, huh? I do have a real answer, and my real answer is chocolate shape. No. Okay. Number one was Skittles. I wouldn't see that being number one. You wouldn't think about it, but I don't know many people that don't like Skittles. No, and that's fine, but like maybe maybe candy tastes are evolving because kids these days like way sh- like sweeter, like the more acidic sort of sugar candies, whereas when I was younger... I want that chocolate. I want that. Well, see, I think what's different is that not a lot of people love chocolate. Which blows my mind. So if you have a candy that's sugary, I mean, they're probably going to beat out a lot of the chocolate ones. This is a really polarizing thing. If we were to say, stand on this side if you like a sugary candy, meaning no chocolate. Stand on this side if you prefer a chocolate type candy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that was just my fun little trivia to get you. In the spooky Halloween mood. I'm in it. I'm in. I'm fully immersed. All right. So I have three little short stories that are kind of funny, but not funny at the same time. But it depends on what kind of humor you have. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So these are stories that happen during Halloween that are kind of spooky, but funny at the same time. Okay. So number one that I have, a man had collapsed and died on his front porch Everybody in the neighborhood thought that he had just done a really good Halloween decoration. Oh, no. So they ignored it, and he was there for at least a week. And the mailman even delivered the mail every day and stepped over top of him and thought, what a great Halloween decoration. Man, Rick is really devoted this year. Yeah. That's insane. And then they found out that he actually just had died on his porch. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, like so it's people, sad. people walked out of their front door. It's like say Halloween was on a was on a Friday. They walk out on a Tuesday. They're like, man, Rick is Rick loves Halloween. Well, he was face down. You couldn't really like. You could maybe make out that it was him. He lived by himself, and <sighs> they just thought maybe it was like a cool Halloween decoration. I don't know. That's maybe they really so didn't bad. like him. Maybe they weren't a, yeah, they weren't in the Rick club. That's insane to me. Yeah. Kids were like pouring candy on his head, like posing by him and stuff, taking selfies. Probably. I mean, <laughs> guys, I think it face. happened before selfies were really in. Okay, so this one is from <laughs> This is Halloween night 2011. Okay. A 55-year-old woman in Chicago had put out a bowl of candy. Well, she came out an hour after and realized that her candy bowl was missing. Yeah. So assuming that it was her neighbor and convinced that her neighbor stole Deborah the candy bowl. Yeah. Yeah, which she was a grown 50-year-old woman. Yes. She ran over there and actually stabbed her neighbor to death with a bunch of steak knives because she was that upset that she thought that she stole the bowl of candy. Turns out it was some kids that did it. 
Well, I could have answered that one, and I've never, and I've never even been to the FBI school. Yeah, she stabbed her to death with several steak knives. Was she, she was holding? That mad. Was it like okay, you stab one, you leave it in, pull another one out of your pocket, stab one, leave it in? I guess she just went over there probably with the whole block. Just started throwing knives at her. Maybe I don't know. That's insane. Yeah, she was that mad. Well, okay, maybe it must have been always, all skittles. We always <laughs> lose skittles. Because uh, she was mad. We always, you know, jump to the side of the person who was stabbed with multiple steak knives. Maybe it's time to look at, okay, maybe it was a really nice bowl. It obviously was something. Maybe it was a Gucci bowl. Probably Gucci. It was in Gucci loafers. Oh, the bowl like, was the sitting. The Skittles were in the shoes. Yeah. And they took the shoes. So the last story that I have is kind of sad, but it's crazy. Um <laughs> <laughs> a woman went to Kmart in Oregon in 2012. And that's the end of the story. And that's the end of the story. Um, she bought a <sighs> graveyard kit. Now, a graveyard kit, I kind of had to look up because I kind of had an idea what it was, but it was like when people go to graveyards to find like not only spirits or ghosts, but like to do the etching on the tombstones. Oh, or, like you put like, the paper on it. Yeah, or to like not really summons things, but like, I don't know, there's just some weird like finding spiritual balance. and. Okay, so she went to Kmart to get that? Yeah, because usually it consists of like you want a bucket because when you when oh. you like etch on the tombstones, you don't want to leave them vandalized no, if you're I, doing it right. I thought you so meant like, like it was like a like a prepackaged thing that Kmart would sell like a, no, she was picking these pieces but out. But she put it yeah, she put the pieces together in the bucket and everything. And when she got home on the bottom of the bucket, she realized that there was a little like note or a piece of paper on like the bottom taped of the bucket to the bottom of the bucket and it was really weird so she put her kit together and then she happened to just read the note well the note was from a chinese worker that wrote out all this stuff saying i'm being held captive and they're forcing us into labor and they're torturing us please help oh my god so thinking this was a joke and somebody had put it there or planted it there she didn't think anything of it but then she ended up reporting it to the police because she's like I don't know if this is a joke or not but I just want to make sure that everything's okay well the police ended up taking it to um, the World Human Rights Organization and actually went overseas and that note was true and they freed a bunch of Chinese laborers oh, that were being held gosh. captive making buckets and stuff that's insane that's like a message in a bottle like you throw it yeah. like how on earth that's like there's like a 1% chance of that ever working out and it worked out. Right. And it was just so creepy and funny, I thought, because it was around Halloween and she was buying a graveyard kit to go do this like spiritual like healing and etching and all this stuff. And then she ended up freeing a bunch of laborers. How good would you feel if you were the person who was like, Oh, so what uh what what sort of things have you accomplished in your life? Just saved a group of people from being tortured and That's absolutely incredible. So that one's like kind of a good story, but it was kind of sad at the same time cuz it's like, "Oh my gosh." Oh, our gosh. At least she didn't die on her porch and then everybody just forgot about her. <laughs> Threw pumpkins at her legs. Yeah. Like, I wonder how many people like came over and like gave him a wedgie and that's stuff, a, and they were like, "See ya." That's what I'm saying. No, he's really committed. Look, I'll throw a pumpkin right at his right at his butt. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. 
Those are those I, are my short stories. Well, I really liked your stories a lot. Halloween stories. Oh, they were? No. I thought it was something else. We got you gotta tell them again and now I'll get into it. Well, everybody, before we wrap up, we would like to say play our giveaway and you will win an extremely well packed spooky spouses style dark web mystery box giveaway prize. Create a cryptid, draw it up. Instagram or Twitter, at Spooky underscore Spouses, tag a buddy of yours who you think would also draw a real good'un, and we'll pick a winner, and you're going to get some really cool stuff. Yeah, and we have some fun stuff coming up in October for our show, and yeah, hopefully just stay spooky out there. We're ready for it. (laughs) (laughs) We would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music in our show that you heard at the beginning, middle, and you'll hear in the next 45 seconds. Eli is on social media at Eli who does music, and he's a very sweet boy. Also, a thank you to everybody over at the Scavengers Network. It's a big old fun party where everybody (laughs) supports each other, and it's always nice. You can find the Scavengers Network online on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. There's a website, thescavengersnetwork.com. There's a bunch of great shows in the network like Academy Outcast, State Your Case, Journey Under 30, the newly revamped Bad Pen Pal, which is coming out, Historical Hotties. And also, right now, I'm in one of the seasons of the uh, Monster of the Week sort of Dungeons and uh, Dungeons and Dragons style game called Myth Takes. That's happening right now. And it's been fun learning how to play an RPG, a live action RPG, and try to play it well. So if you'd like to listen, go listen. Have fun. And thank you to all you listeners out there. If there were no you, there is no us. Thank you very much, everybody. We are so lucky to have each and every one of you listening to our show. If you haven't yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the show. Leave us a review if you'd like. Rate the show. It only helps us be able to make fun, spooky stuff for each of you. Each of you. And if you have any personal stories or something that you want us to talk about, you can email us at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com or just uh, hang out with us on Twitter or Instagram at Spooky underscore Spouses. <laughs> Until next Monday, have a beautiful week. Monster Monday. What about like a Halloween Terrifying thing? Oh, wow. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Which, side note, if you're curious to know um, what movie we were talking about, about the girl oh. being sawed in half vertically, it's very gory. I recommend it. It's not great, but it's very fun. I think it's called The Terrifier. That's right. And I believe it is extremely R-rated. Yes, but it's interesting. But what's nice is our show is not R-rated, so that's great. Have a witchy Wednesday. Have a have a Thursday. Oh no. That was a ghost that time. Wait, here's another one. <laughs> have a frightening Friday. You know what? Just have a spooky week. Have a spooky week. And we will see you guys next Monday. Bye bye. Bye. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And eleven. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. And twenty-five. And twenty-six. And four hundred. And three hundred. A percent. And three hundred percent.